Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Nuria Martinez-Keel. And I'm Dale Benwalt. You're listening to The Source. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the Oklahomans' most impactful stories with the reporters who wrote them. A forum on the landmark McGirt Supreme Court ruling went haywire this week. A crowd of people shouted down the governor and multiple district attorneys in Tulsa as a divide over the year-old Supreme Court decision continues. Joining us for the first time on the podcast is the Oklahomans tribal affairs reporter, Molly Young. Molly, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. A year ago, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that the Muscogee Creek Reservation in Oklahoma was never disestablished. That ruling has since extended to reservations of all the five tribes in the state. Governor Kevin Stitt hosted a forum Tuesday night with multiple district attorneys affected by the McGirt ruling. Molly, you drove up to Tulsa to be there. There were signs even before the forum started that people were pretty unhappy with it. Tell us what the forum was supposed to be about and why some folks were so opposed. Sure. So the forum, you know, was supposed to focus on how this decision would impact the victims of crimes. So the the decision itself affected primarily crimes that involve Native Americans. And so whether you were the victim or a suspect in that case, there's various impacts from the decision. And so that forum was meant to talk about how those um, how victims would be impacted. However, the forum was advertised um, in a way that did not include any tribal leaders on the panel. Looking at photos and, and, and reading social media, there was a lot of discussion um, both immediately before the forum and during the forum about who was actually present, who was there to talk to the crowd. And uh, it was pretty clear that um, that representatives from Oklahoma's Native American tribes weren't present on, on the dais. Um, what's your understanding of why tribal leaders weren't there? Were they even invited? Sure. So that is a, a big question, and that has played out over the last several days on, on the answer there. But it sounds like that representatives of the state did reach out to uh, attorney general's offices of many of the five tribes directly affected by the McGirt ruling. However, Governor Kevin Stitt, who headlined the panel um, Tuesday in Tulsa, did not reach out directly to his peers leading the five tribes, such as Cherokee Chief Chuck Hoskins or you know, um, leaders of the Chickasaw, Choctaw, Muscogee, and Seminole Nations. And that's just what we know so far. Um, this is still a, a developing um, storyline for sure. And as we understand it right now, what are the biggest implications that McGirt brings to Oklahoma? Because it seems like it's more so in the criminal justice aspect. Is that right? 
Right. So right now, McGirt really centers on criminal cases. So what that means is cases involving, again, Native Americans. Um, sometimes those cases change jurisdiction from the state, which had previously tried those cases in the past, to tribes or, uh, in many cases, the federal government, especially if the victim was Native American and the perpetrator or alleged perpetrator was not Native the federal government would then be in charge of trying those cases. If that crime had occurred on a Native American reservation. Right. That's an important distinction. The McGirt ruling directly applies to the reservations of the five tribes that we've been talking about. And, um, you know, there are some cases that are really sorting out still how much further it might reach. All, all remains to be seen, um, certainly. Now, there was one point during the forum where the governor seemed to insinuate that people in the crowd, who um, uh, some of whom were um, uh, shouting and uh, shouting replies to what was being said, both to the governor and to the DAs, um, uh, some might argue causing disruptions of this uh, of this forum. Um, and, and at one point, the governor uh, insinuated that some of those folks weren't from Oklahoma. Um, who was in the crowd, and how did they respond to that comment? Sure. So, you know, the crowd was, it was quite a big crowd. It was a, a standing room only conference room. I estimate more than 300 people there, many of whom, um, you know, identified as Native American, or um, specifically, you know, members of those five tribes affected by the McGirt ruling. And I, I spoke with many of the people um, at the conference and, you know, they lived in Tulsa or maybe Oklahoma City or, you know, they drove in from just um, the Muskogee um, headquarters down in Mulgee. So, you know, by and large, everyone I talked to was from Oklahoma. However, you know, they all raised that comment by the governor as being especially hurtful and divisive because they felt like there was, you know, really drawing a distinction between everyone else and Native Americans. And what have tribal leaders had to say since the forum? So, you know, that's still developing as well. But what I've heard so far is that, you know, they they really want to keep the focus on sorting out some of these criminal jurisdiction um, questions that have come about as a result of McGurr and putting new policies and just practices into place so that things can really start working more efficiently when they're working with their peers and counterparts uh, with the state and federal government. A lot is being made about the the state cooperating with tribes and tribes cooperating with states, having meetings, working together, coming to agreements about uh, prosecution, sharing of resources um, with this, uh, with the criminal justice side of this. And, and obviously there um, remains many questions about uh, economic and um, and sort of non-criminal um, effects of the McGirt ruling. Um, but essentially, uh, from the Supreme Court decision, is is McGirt settled? Um, or are there more changes that that tribes, tribal members, and uh, residents of the state of Oklahoma can expect to come down the road? You know, I think we can definitely expect more changes. The The question is how they will come about. Will they come about because of congressional action or because of 
you know, new court decisions that sort out some of these these spinoff questions. Um, one question is civil jurisdiction. Do um, those five tribes have civil jurisdiction on their reservations? And, you know, another question is taxation. Um, Governor Stitt actually raised that question during the forum um, about property taxes and what that meant. And his um, special attorney focusing squarely on McGirt said that it doesn't apply to taxes. But, you know, that's really an open question. And I think we'll be um, sorting that out for years to come. And, and this this does come uh, amidst the uh, negotiations, I'm sure, for the tribal compacts with the state. Um, you know, notably the, you know, the like tobacco revenue uh, and 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 gaming revenue. Uh, those compacts are all being discussed. Right, right. I mean, the state and tribes work together and have worked together for you know for decades. So, a lot of people say that. You know, these are all issues that can be overcome. It's just we're really at, at the beginning here. A question again for you, Molly. Um, I feel like one of the biggest concerns that the governor and the district attorneys have had is on the number of criminal cases involving Native uh, perpetrators or victims that could be retried. Um, like the whole purpose of McGirt was that the state was not supposed to be trying these cases. They should have been tried either in tribal courts or federal court. Um, and now I th- it seems the governor is really pushing hard that this could be thousands and thousands of cases that have to be retried and, and what kind of impact does that have on the criminal justice system in Oklahoma. And yet a lot of the uh, tribal members who were at this forum were saying, you know, we can figure this out. This is this is overblown. What are kind of the competing perspectives on how impactful this is really going to be in Oklahoma? You know, I think everyone agrees that this is really foundational, um, you know, a foundational decision in Indian law um, for the United States itself. I mean, not just in Oklahoma and could someday have have effects outside of Oklahoma. But really, you know, right now, people agree that we just need to to work through these questions and and build new policies in place. And, you know, I think people really come together around the the talk about funding, that a lot of these cases do shift to um, the federal government. And so that leaves um, federal prosecutors needing to pick up these cases. And so that will require... Um, especially Oklahoma's three federal courts, to really build up their um, ability to bring those cases. And you talk about um, the importance uh, that some people have placed on coming together. It seems to me that a lot of the folks in attendance at that forum Tuesday night viewed the, the, the governor's approach to that forum as not a unifying uh, way to go about it. You know, yes, I... You know, for many Native people, McGirt um, recognized sovereignty, that these are sovereign nations within Oklahoma. And so for the governor, um, you know, just many people said Governor Stitt should have reached out to to his peers, leading tribes and and brought them together. And, and that's really how you start that that dialogue that he and other prosecutors were really saying they wanted to have. Well, Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you coming in uh, to the studio with us and talking about this. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week. This podcast is possible because of the Oklahomans' subscribers. 
we encourage you to subscribe if you can. You can read these stories and more every day in The Oklahoman and at oklahoman.com. Check back next Friday for a new episode.